0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone.
1: You stupid fucking mouth! Take a stand. B-b- bitches, <laughs> leave. <laughs>
0: Enough! I Bitches, leave. Enough!
1: Take a stand together.
2: Hey team, we're back with the only show we can hear. A couple guys talk about movies and TV. The turkey boys are here in the chill zone. Rye, how are you?
1: What's happening, hoops? Um, we are in the middle of a big night. Big night. We have a very, very big surprise for everybody. I'm not gonna reveal what it is yet. Yes. It's a special guest. We're gonna we're gonna do the news first. Mm.
2: Let that be a teaser, and let the news wet your beak, yes. so to speak. Yeah, traffic's really bad today, and it's causing uh, some snafus, but... We're the COVID traffic
1: is, is... Everyone's getting vaccinated now, so all traffic is back, officially.
2: Well, today the traffic was mainly because of a manhunt going on, because someone stole a police cruiser, and they had to like shut down the highway for several hours, and I actually didn't hear about it being resolved. This guy might still be roaring around the bean in a cop car. Why why would you do that? I mean, to give Mark Wahlberg and Peter Berg fodder for their next film is one reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a
1: guaranteed get caught kind of thing.
2: Yeah. That seems yeah, it's outrageous. They had the clip of like him roaring off being followed by an impossible amount of cruisers. <laughs> Where it's just like, are there this many cops in the state? They just have like a a human centipede of like ninety five officers roaring. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg's definitely gonna option this into a piece of work. Yeah, I think he's all over it already. How you doing? Hey, how you doing?
1: My entire family's here. Me, Paul, uh, <laughs> Alma, Donnie, and Marie, or whatever's fucking other. Um, did you hear there, speaking of the Wahlbergs, did you hear that there is an R-rated cut of Mrs. Doubtfire Hello.
2: that is about to be released, allegedly? Well, yeah, that, I saw that last week. They, The director, Chris Columbus, was like, yeah, Robin Williams did so much improvising that there were a PG-13, an R-rated cut, and even an NC-17 cut. Of Mrs. Doubtfire. What
1: would the NC-17 entail?
2: Robin Williams' (laughs) dick flops out when he's getting changed really quickly? Yeah, like, what did he say on that set where they were like, this is, this just couldn't be. But yeah, I need to see all these cuts. I need Mm. everything that they shot for that movie.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I think Mrs. Doubtfire is one of those movies that... Is amazing? I love it. I can watch it, like, every five years. Mm. I think is about the number with that one. Maybe every two. I was going to say every five days. <laughs> I'm ready for another go. I listened to the audiobook about Robin Williams and his life and his death and his, you know, mm. being misdiagnosed with Parkinson's or or I guess it was they thought he had Alzheimer's, right? But it was really Lewy body dementia. Ooh. So he was on all the wrong medications and that's why he killed himself because it just kind of drove him uh-huh. out of his mind
2: interesting i don't think i knew that yeah yeah he was one of the greats he was and i would love to sink my teeth into an r-rated doubt fire cut yeah that'd be nice him like threatening pierce Brosnan's character with a knife or something cool like that maybe it gets gritty i'd watch that yeah i mean you got any birthdays that you want to celebrate this week? as a matter of fact i have several good
1: I, i have a big stacked birthday list this week let's see birthday boy okay bruce willis enemy of the show is 66
2: hey how you doing gary oldman 63 the years come and go i make my turkeys i don't even know what's going on reese witherspoon is 45 reese witherspoon keegan
1: michael key is 50 (laughs) the undertaker (laughs) is 56
2: Fans note, I didn't do a Keegan Michael Key voice. Jessica Chastain is 44. Wait, did The Undertaker? How old The Undertaker? 56.
0: Oh,
1: oh. El- Elton John is 73. And Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos is 53.
2: Oh! What the fuck? This fucking uh, kid.
1: Kira Knightley is 36.
2: Okay, this is a lot of birthdays. And James <laughs> Kahn. Okay is 81. Jimmy! Happy birthday, everybody. I don't think we ever did so many that we needed to restart the song before.
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, I've restarted the song a few times, but I usually do it more seamlessly. Yes, yes, yes. And no one is the wiser. Until now. Until now. But and a lot of birthdays, we had a couple of deaths. We did. Which usually those go hand in hand, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, Jessica Walter, who... Um, let me find the thing. Yeah, Jessica Walter passed away at the age of 80.
1: She was the mother on Arrested Development, yes. most famously.
2: One of the best characters on one of the best shows, in I my guess, opinion.
1: Apparently, she was also one of the characters on Dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, she was the mom on Dinosaurs, which I didn't know until I saw people Agreed. posting yeah. about it. I had no idea. But then once I saw it, and then I like listened to it in my head, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was her.
1: I haven't seen that show in 25 years or maybe even more to be honest.
2: Get back in the <laughs> But yeah, that uh... and she was also in a bunch of like 70s movies. Mm. She was one of those people the first big period of her career she was serious and then she like later on in life became like a sitcom person. It's always a cool move when yeah. someone's like like Leslie Nielsen, he was a serious actor before he became Maybe the goofiest actor in film history doing all the naked guns. That moves. I can't see. Yeah. But yeah, I love Lucille Bluth. Some classic lines on that show. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. And like the Gene Parmesan stuff. It's everything you need. And also George Seagal or Seagal. I think it's Seagal. Yeah. Not Seagal, like Stephen. He was on the Goldbergs, and I know most of them just shoot me, that David Spade show from the early aughts.
1: I recently watched a movie with him in it from a very long time ago, and of course I can't remember it, but he's been around, kicking around the business for at least as long as we've been alive, you know, like 10 years or so.
2: Yeah, him like, uh, what's her face, Jessica Walter, they – yeah, he had like several careers. He was like a serious, right. cool actor in movies. And then like later in life, it's like, hey, I'll do some sitcom work as like the dad on this uh, wacky show. But yeah, he died at the age of 87. George Segal. He did
1: Of Mice and Men in 1968, the TV version.
2: Oh, I bet that was strong. Got a good feeling about that. Mm. <laughs> I've never seen any Of Mice and Men's, I don't think. I assume there's like nine versions, just because...
1: Oh, yeah. I remember there was one with Gary Sinise that I had to watch in school, <laughs> Oh, and I that's
2: think, that's all I remember. I think I did see that one, and Vincent D'Onofrio plays... Yeah, yeah. The dumb guy? I saw some of that. Speaking I, of
1: dumb guys, Ooh. Uh, can I take you to the sports corner really quickly? Wow. Sounds kind of fun. Quick. Yeah. That's all. You know how the sports corner goes. Mm. All right, men been a while i hope you still have a dick (sniffs) all right cubs pitching prospect jesus camargo has been arrested on drug-related charges after he was found with 21 pounds of methamphetamine and 1.2 pounds of oxycontin In his Cubs equipment bag.
2: Kid, those are fucking rookie numbers. If he was on the Red Sox, he would have way more of both of those and some other cooler stuff, too. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) He's in. But don't do drugs. Stay in the sports
1: corner. Athletes only. Dicks out. Taking good care of your bodies and no. Say no to. Say no to drugs. Nailed it. Nailed it god seamless production with 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 <laughs> sports rye ryan's sports corner i just
2: love sports i don't know hopefully the fans do too but uh did you see the new trailer for the suicide squad which premiered earlier I watched today it, i watched it a couple of times mm. i'm really looking forward to it yes this is you know the new james gunn movie mm. and uh famously Suicide Squad, the one that came out a few years ago with Will Smith and everybody, had an incredible trailer that everyone loved to the point where they got the people who cut the trailer to cut the movie, resulting in like basically a never-ending trailer of a movie that most people think is not great. Ank's a big fan. I thought it was okay, yeah. Yeah, like it has its moments, but it's one of those movies you can tell just went through like the ringer and it's right. just like It's a little choppy. Yeah. Kind of like this show tonight. But (laughs) it's... I. this is the follow-up. I don't know
1: anybody else who liked it, to be perfectly honest. I might be the only guy.
2: And in like a sea of DC movies that everyone's kind of lukewarm on, that's the one where everyone's just like, no. Like, hated it. We're out. I thought it was a lot of fun. I
1: never understood why it got all the hate. I'm a big David Ayer. I'm an Ayer head, as we've said before. I like all of his movies. I get some guff for that. People Does love there, to tease it. I
2: thought that this one was a lot of fun. Yeah, but the new one is, you know, they like cherry picked a couple of the biggest members of the cast to bring in, but otherwise it's like a whole new deal. Like they brought back Harley Quinn as, uh, I mean, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and your boy uh, Joel Kinneman as whatever boring character he plays because.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm Joel Kinnaman. Yeah.
2: I'm just here. This to... is
1: just a voice <laughs> because I am very neutral in everything.
2: Hey, I'm just here to fill out the cast. And None of you kinda... guys saw
1: The Informer.
2: <laughs> oh, just the Turkey Boys. <laughs> Fuck. You paid paid
1: nine ninety nine to rent it early.
2: Yeah. No. But yeah, I think, and I didn't love this trailer for The Suicide Squad. But I think it's going to be a reverse. Like Suicide Squad had a bad trailer. I mean, good trailer, bad movie. The Suicide Squad. Mm. Bad trailer, good movie. Okay. And, you know, they're showing off that ensemble cast. You got Pete Davidson in there playing some sort oh, of hey, a man. superhero character. Oh, He's in the news again yeah, this
1: week for dating the girl from Bridgerton. Oh, Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. The redheaded babe? I fucking He's just scooping babe. every 20 to 25-year-old babe within fuck uh, yeah, dude. all of Hollywood, basically. Can you blame me? I guess I can't. I'm waiting for the next unraveling, though, because that was <laughs> entertaining. Speaking of unravelings, friend of the show, John Depp recently had a, a home invasion. Someone broke into his home and took a shower and then made themselves a drink. Wow! And got caught. Not, I don't think, by John, by someone who else who is taking care of the house. But that's kind of bold to mm. just settle in to John's home like
2: that. Poe kid. Yeah, that's. Was uh, that you? Hmm? Was that you? It was. Me. Did you break into his white claw stash? <laughs> I did. I snuck right in there and uh, yeah, got his pirate's booty. ba da ba da ba pirate's booty. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, what was I going to say? James Gunn actually responded to me on Instagram. Did he like, really? I wrote on... When he posted the Suicide Squad thing, the trailer for this movie is uh, they're dying to save the world. And I just wrote, like, that's a really cool tagline. And he responded this whole thing that made me feel cool. He was like... Mine was, don't get too attached. The new one is one of the marketing folks, but I like this one even more.
1: That is cool that he responded. Yeah, I like that.
2: And also, Stallone plays a a CGI shark in this film, which uh, looks like he's going to be a real scene stealer. Ooh, getting out work. And did you see that Bo Burnham has uh, been tapped to play Larry Bird? In HBO's Los Angeles Lakers series. Oh, this song. I'm uncomfortable already after like several seconds. Yeah, it didn't even take that long for me.
1: (laughs) Uh, One more time, I was focusing on Baby Shark. Yes.
2: Bo Burnham is playing Larry Bird in a new HBO series about the Lakers versus the Seas back in the day, which is something that I know about, obviously, as a big sport. Me too. Yeah. It's something I'm
1: very well versed on.
2: Yeah. And I'm actually chomping at the bit for this series. But I mean... Why Bo Burnham? I mean, kid, he is from around here. So at least they got a fucking Boston guy to play a Boston Celtic. Am I fucking right? i think kid. that's kind of fucking sick you know what what the fuck
1: i can't find the bean and out <laughs> music. i like to do like half in character all I, I want to do is bean out and i can't find it but i can't fucking find my music kid bo burnham's a fucking queer kid fuck you
2: i Let's, mean i'd fuck him up kid he made that movie eighth grade and yeah he was kind of gay but it was also kind of dope if you know what i'm fucking saying gucci <laughs> exactly we saw that in the theater and then we got in a fight
1: in the parking lot Kid, fuck remember you. that i do it was dope you hit that guy's head off the hood of the car
2: yeah i did do you think we're gonna do this like forever these voices i mean as long as we fucking survive covid i was at fenway the other day getting my vaccine but what they didn't realize is i was really there to reenact scenes from the town which i did all by myself (laughs) and i'll show you the footage later it's fucking sick and you (laughs) it's me just in the dugout you're just uh,
1: you're just roaring around like downstairs
2: they're like sir sir so where are you going Fuck you, I'm heading to the vault, you fucking hide on. I hate Boston, what a stink city. (laughs) Don't we not have a mayor anymore? He left, and we have
1: some new lady, and she is acting mayor, and then I think we have some sort of a
2: Mickey Mouse election in a few months, I think. I mean, I don't know why we didn't just make Ben Affleck the mayor, seems like kind of a no-brainer. As Batman. (laughs)
1: At all times, that's the that's the stipulation. He can be the mayor, but he has to stay in Batman character.
2: Hello, folks. It's the mayor here, giving
1: a a distress beacon. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I have Ben Affleck news here. Hit me while we're on the subject. Yeah, real segue this time. I there are rumors online, mostly Page Six, that Anna De Armas was wearing a necklace that Ben Affleck gave her. That is the heart broken in half and he wears the other half of the heart and she had it on the other day. Maybe it was because how well... uh, Suicide Squad. How well the Justice League has been doing. She's back. The Snyder Cut. She's back in. I think think there's rumors they're getting back
2: together. I like this. I think you're onto something. I thought you were going to say a pearl necklace at first. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... But Ben's too classy. He would never be or something. So never. It's scandalous and ridiculous.
1: I'm hoping that they dig that cardboard cutout out
2: of the garbage.
1: I forgot about that. Covered in germs cutout. and just throw it back into the house.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because their movie, I saw, I got a new date. I think it's coming out in the fall, like the movie they met on. Okay. And it's always funny when a couple, you see like the whole life of a relationship and then like a year after it's over, it's like, oh yeah, here's this movie we made together that's. I think it's like a. Yeah, do
1: they are they supposed to contact each other? Like, oh hey, looked pretty good. Yeah, nice job.
2: Yeah, see you like doing the press. Uh, what, yeah, for what's this the what's the tournament? polite move on that? Yeah, I don't even know, but I know that Ben will figure it out and make it all dope. And did you see that? I feel like there's Ryan Murphy news every week. What? I'd like to see it stop. Something, all this
1: news about me.
2: He's. An, They're always just green lighting, like, everything in his orbit. I need to see some red lights on some Ryan Murphy stuff. He's the American Horror Story guy who does all these new Netflix shows that nobody watches. Oh, I know the news you're going to drop. Yeah. They cast uh, Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer in the new Ryan Murphy vehicle, probably called, like, American Horror Guys, colon, Jeffrey Dahmer, whatever this is. I mean, it really helps to be on Team Ryan Murphy. If you're like one of his guys, he'll put you in everything he ever makes until he dies, it seems.
1: Did Evan Peters, he was with Emma Roberts, Mm. and then they split up and she's with that other actor now whose name I can't remember ever, and I've tried. Sounds right. And now he's flying solo. Mm. Scooping all that Ryan Murphy runoff, all those
2: extras on the set. He also got a a Popeye on WandaVision recently. So he's he's really having a moment with... He's white hot. Yeah. With goofy projects that shouldn't exist. He's like, yep, I'll take that work. I'll get in there. I have a lot of news about
1: other goofy projects that shouldn't exist. So that's another good segue. (laughs) Um, I guess Vin Diesel's son, Vincent (laughs) Sinclair, will be in Fast 9. Well, Not that Fast Nine is a bad project. I was going to say, I putting didn't... his real-life son into the movie is dumb. Okay, good. I'm glad you uh, good save corrected.
2: Yes, I was about to get really fired up about that. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of classy slash hacky to cast your son as the younger version of yourself. But yeah, it's something to be desired. Yeah. you think Vin Diesel Jr. has the stuff acting wise?
1: I, I would imagine that if he didn't inherit it entirely all genetically, mm. I would imagine there's a rigorous acting coach program going on in the home. Yeah. They walk around yeah. wearing wife beaters with the big <laughs> chain. <laughs> yes. You know,
2: Vin tells them all the moves. Let me teach you how to act. You just kind of like futz around and mumble like this. Ask any racing, any real
1: racer. <laughs> it don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Women.
2: It's really fun to imagine him as a dad. Do you think he him molests like... his son? Wow! No, how dare you? He would never. Vin? That was a that was a trick question. Okay,
1: good. He definitely would never do that. Like what happened to me as a child. Yes,
2: and it's unfortunate that Vern Troyer has passed because I think he would have been perfect as young Dom. You in said that some earlier. Scenes. He does look a lot like him.
1: Yes. I mean... This is like instead of the can opening sound, this is the juice box opening sound. Is that my new signature move?
2: Yes. Okay, The fans love it. But, I mean, folks, we buried the lead. We came back from break, and we're now joined by film aficionado slash lifelong friend of ours, Joe Grata. Hello, Joey. Welcome, Joey. Hey, guys. uh, Thanks for having me here. I really appreciate
3: it. I was was actually just passing through Watertown. There's a pottery class I usually take. Oh, right down that's the road, in uh, pottery guy. Thought I'd thought I'd come in and uh, see what just, this was all about.
1: As a true exactly. cinephile, you're just reenacting the scene from Ghost on a weekly basis. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Start to finish, the entire thing. Uh, I have to hire a new Patrick Swayze every single week. But Ooh, uh, you're the woman. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, no, well, that's <laughs> I'm really actually that. more of a pottery aficionado. That's where I'd rather actually <laughs> make contact with the pottery.
2: Nobody puts Joey in the corner.
1: Agreed. <laughs> no. So I have. Oh, some, wait, i like, have some actual questions written do you do you have real questions too or we, we want to do like a proper interview i think you, that's more you,
3: fun. you got you guys have questions for I me you're going to be asking yeah hit them fantastic i love this i'm gonna put I mean on. you've known me your in like most of our entire lives so i, I can't imagine you don't know the answer to these i
1: mm. am gonna say <laughs> we need a good like background kind of tune here <laughs>
2: are you like leafing through the billy joel collection right now trying yeah, to find the nice joey code? no that sounds pretty no weird. no yeah, it's yeah, much
1: yeah. much more creative than that i don't think that that yeah, so, would be that anyway um <laughs> <laughs> so joey this being your favorite billy joel song of Pro- all time this probably, is probably my, favorite my least jo- favorite
3: <laughs> it might be one of the most boring songs that billy has ever <laughs> produced but but yes ryan uh uh Let's just, let's just take a moment to listen to the Downeaster Alexa.
1: Yeah, it was- it's such terrible background music, too. It doesn't even work.
3: This is the least hype-up song you could have picked for any transition.
2: Yeah, this song is
1: odd. <laughs> who's
3: who's ready to go to bed?
1: Yeah. song stinks. All right, all right, all right. Ready?
3: I believe that's the name of his boat, too, actually. I think he named it the Downeaster Alexa.
1: Well, it's a very nautical
2: kind of... Here we go. We'll do a little...
1: This works better.
2: I mean, Joe, you famously told us in the go. past that every movie is an N.W.A. Holy Shit. Which we refer to N.W.A. as a never watch again. Yeah. Which I mean- we give certain movies that but we love re-watching movies here at the program we do
3: you guys have an almost obsessive problem with your re here Correct. i i i find <laughs> every film is is an nwa and, and the reason for that is you are wasting your time watching it again knowing what's going to happen every single twist scene moment of acting all of these pieces you see for the first time that's the unique cinematic experience after mm. that it's watered down every single time you watch it
1: so would you, what about if you were to watch the movie in 90 second increments once a week until you Ooh. finish the entire movie?
3: That is the craziest thing I have ever heard. Uh, but, but, but you know what, if there were two people that would be doing something like that, it'd be you guys. How many times
2: did you see uh, The Departed in theaters? Five. Five. Five? Yeah, I think I think It was five, it was yeah. Five Yeah. yeah. And, five and, and if
3: memory serves me correct, the uh, scene where, uh, and I don't want to spoil this for anybody who's not seen Spoiler it. Spoiler alert, folks. Yeah, 12, 15 years old now. Hmm. Uh, when, uh, was it Martin Sheen who dies falling off of the building and its dead silence, you two began laughing, anticipating that was going to happen. So uh, the rest of the theater,
1: masterpiece.
3: in complete silence, yes. listens to you two laughing at what is the most serious moment of the entire film. That's my, yes.
1: one of the next <laughs> tattoos that I'm going to get. Is a brick wall background with Martin Sheen's corpse falling. Pretty good, actually. I've already commissioned someone to do it. Really? Mike Coleman Tattoo at Mike Coleman Tattoo. Now open at uh, Sacrament Tattoo in Medford. Is that John Coleman's brother? Uh, Mike no. Coleman. Different, different Mike Coleman. He did not get any touchdowns.
2: Huh. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Right,
1: my question, my big question, we're big popcorn fans mm. here at Enough the Podcast. We yeah. have the popcorn machine. Yeah. If you were here long enough for us to fire up some popcorn, right, how do right. you take it? How do you like your popcorn? Uh, I like my
3: popcorn with, uh, with butter, <laughs> lots of butter. We like the butter.
0: <laughs>
2: Folks, we have the sound drop. We got it. We did yeah. it. Sam, can you
1: isolate that? <laughs> yes. That would be very good for later on. I, I totally realize we can make so many good drops from this.
2: We're having a lot of fun doing in-jokes that nobody but us gets. I have a feeling <laughs> the two
1: biggest turkey heads, or two of, I won't rank it, Monty and Parsons, we didn't tell them we were doing this. So they're going to have a... When they oh, wake this, up tomorrow morning this is to gonna fire be good. this
2: up, this is going to be a big hit. Mm. But just NWA-wise, mm-hmm. you make a great point. Right. And I agree with that for the most part. A lot of movies, like you watch it once, you get it all in, you're done. Certain movies you you rewatch them again you like notice different things. I've changed my opinion completely on movies like many times. What's
3: a good example of that? Is there is there an actual movie that you that, that's the perfect example of one that you've watched a second or third time and you go, "Okay, this is now a better film."
1: Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. Is the first one that jumps out at me because yeah. the first time I watched it, I went into it thinking like it's Vince Vaughn in a serious role, so already it's challenging for me to suspend disbelief a little bit. Mm-hmm. I watched the whole movie. It's insanely violent. And yeah. I th- I sort of looked at it like it wasn't well done because of just it was just I, I don't know was, I appreciated it more for the nuance the second time I saw it so and the, then the third and then the fourth yeah, like, for me
2: it's fun to show people a movie
1: yeah too like if you would yeah. never have seen it and then I put it on watch it with you yeah very aware very aware of that mm. um,
2: and sometimes it'll just like hit you differently like you're mm-hmm. in the right mood for it mm-hmm. I don't know and just yeah like I'll rewatch things. Like sure things, movies that are like classics, I'll resort to one of those instead of trying something new more than I should just because it's like, well, I know this will be something. This will be watchable.
0: I mean,
3: I can see the the cell block film there. I mean, where the violence sort of undermines the plot line, so you're sort of blinded by that in the first walkthrough, right? So you watch it again. Okay, you can see more that's happening. You appreciate the film for what it's actually trying to tell. The storytelling component comes at the forefront because at the beginning, you're looking at this film thinking, okay... I'm just blinded by the violence. I'm blinded by, you know, and I think that might be true for maybe certain action films. There's just so much graphics, so much CGI or something like that. Or you were just a visual display, maybe the second time you appreciate the plot lines. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, like you notice. Yeah. yeah,
3: I can respect that component of it, but I still think because there's such a just an explosion overall of total media, it almost feels like a waste to continually rewatch something that, again, I don't think your experience will be completely enriched by when you could be seeing something completely
1: unique and new. How about no. this is this is the question? If you have a favorite movie, can you watch that more than once? I don't. I and don't what is your
3: favorite? movie? Yeah, I don't. I don't have any favorite movies. <laughs> your um, DVD
2: collection is one of the yeah. funniest things. I have that in made. my notes too. <laughs> you have a smattering of. Seasons of Boston Legal and Phenomenal like maybe, Phenomenal Series. Maybe two other movies.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Uh again, no need to rewatch anything. So yeah. so so anything and plus I mean, you know, physical media while I'm staring at your your number of stacks over here under the blockbuster sign, which is so apropos of the era for which you would have physical media Beautiful. is no longer useful. You know, I mean, we can't do anything with these things anymore. And and yeah, that was I all I really had. Player. I think my I think my parents gave me the Boston Legal set, which I watched quite a bit of in the uh, two thousand four. Or... I mean
2: that's a good show. Oh, listen, Shatner's James...
3: Shatner's best, Spader's best, before Spader had the big gain.
2: Ooh. He did have a gain.
3: Kept an impeccable penis, though. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Very, very inside track second season reference to a line from that series. No one is gonna get that except for the I maybe got it YouTube. just because
1: you've been doing it for so long. But that's I've never seen the show. <laughs> I and I, I know that the Exterior is filmed across the street from the Boston Sports Club that I worked for three and a half years and at 500 Boylston. and every time I went outside I could that's all I could think about.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, they always film that that portion, which actually doesn't have a balcony that they keep showing at the end of each episode. So it's a no. weird little uh, it's all inside. disparity there that not lot, only, only those of us that had the DVD sets back in uh, 2004 or now. Another movie mm. question.
1: Do you yeah. remember that time that we were at the Kingston Mall? You guys were both <laughs> present for this, yep. seeing Hello. the movie, speaking of Vince Vaughn's serious roles, mm. The Cell with Jennifer Lopez and Vincent D'Onofrio. I do and remember got that. got thrown out of the movie?
3: Yep. Yeah, we well, we snuck into that. What happened there? What was the? We like, bought tickets remember?
1: to a different movie. We, we were, that was rated R. That's
3: right. We weren't old enough to be in a rated R film we were 16, at that point. Mm-hmm. And Scott
1: might have been fifteen.
2: Yeah, yeah. That was part of like the fun of seeing movies like that back in mm-hmm. the day. Like the excitement of because we get kicked out of like every third one. I feel like we got kicked out of that uh, the movies a lot. Like that was a thing that Whenever happened. Whenever Gully several was with times.
1: us, it was a guarantee. Because at the yeah, time, he looked, he looked quite young, he looked, which now I'm sure he loves. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: believe he looks pretty much just a couple years older. He might yeah. look around 17 years old. You and I saw him when we were in Austin, same, yeah. and he looked exactly the same.
1: He There's almost
3: no difference at all. I uh, love no, this cat, by uh, the no way. No wrinkles. That's Tuna. Yeah, Tuna's fantastic. A- matches my jacket. Might take her with me for the rest of the evening. Ooh.
2: <laughs> this is my side Tuna's car. going out on the yep. town. Let's see. I got the
3: gray jacket with the white shirt. We look exactly the same. Yep.
2: Love it. But yeah, let's. Let's link through a little bit more of the news, if you'd indulge mm. us. Some fucked up things have been going on. Did you guys we, already cover the Suez Canal and the, uh, the issues going on over there? Well,
1: Joe, we, we spend... We do over little th- kid news mostly, but... Oh,
2: okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> I so was the global bring economic up the fact crisis <laughs> that's going on... We spend over 20 minutes on the Suez Canal.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: there was, was a whole thing <laughs> It's been done on. to death. I get it. You know what? Mostly of the on it. I'm the canal.
1: Uh, I was going to bring up the fact that Danielle Bregoli, a.k.a. Bad Baby, is now 18, a.k.a. the Catch Me Outside girl, is now 18 years old yeah, and wow. has been activated yeah. she for all some, those uh, eligible bachelors. She has some maybe,
3: solid tracks.
1: Maybe I catch her outside. Perhaps. Or inside. Oh, Wink. <laughs> I'm winking. <laughs> yeah. She's planning to retire by selling her own NFTs based upon <sighs> memes of her own existence. I That's our tot- big wow. plan.
2: I totally know what NFTs are and a, what they mean and all of it. A non-fungible
1: <laughs> but, token yeah. like a Bitcoin. Yeah. Those
2: words mean something to me. I understand them and <laughs> I can put them into action. It's
1: like a thing that is not tangible in your hand, but it exists. And is the value, I guess, is subjective to what people will pay for it.
3: It's, yeah. uh, it's sort of the modern digital version of a baseball card, more or less, because there are only so many. So it's supposed to have value, and uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and assume that Bad Baby's fan base probably doesn't have a lot of money to
2: <laughs> no? build the value up <laughs> of, her, so?
3: of her digital baseball card.
2: That's a good analogy, though. That's helping me understand it, that's digital what baseball card. That's, that's why you guys brought me in here in the first place, I think. Mm-hmm. it was just It a, is, uh, actually. We're, we're now commentary. in
1: Joey's finance corner, followed by or er, – we've got Ryan's sports corner, Scotty's book corner. Now we have –
2: Joe's finance corner. Nothing but corners here at the program. Yeah, a lot of corners, which is ironic on this round
3: table. Yes. It's all intentional. Did you guys ah, see? Ah, long walk to a pun. You
2: guys didn't see it coming this time. The self setup. We've got guns here. Do you see that Ellen DeGeneres lost 1 million viewers after her whole toxic workplace? thing a couple months ago well, how, how did they quantify that yeah how, with her, like, how many is that too? they like, like what percentage is that is that is that like a big number for her i think her viewers it was around like 20 million or so yeah, it's not that many and then it brought her down below uh some stupid show that i couldn't even believe existed i should have taken a picture it, of it e- either
3: way i actually started watching after i heard that yeah <laughs> i <laughs> wasn't even a now. part of it now I was just like you know she runs a tight ship i appreciate that
2: but yeah, she's like one step above Maury Povich now. That's is actually crazy.
3: Yeah, that's embarrassing for everybody.
2: Yeah. I don't even know what happened with her scandal. Like she's awful to work for and everyone hates her. I don't even know the details. I, I
3: think so. But I mean, my understanding was that she was she was pretty much, uh, uh, the entire workplace was, was considered very um, just, I guess, emotionally abusive to a sense. But she wasn't directly in charge of anybody Mm. so i don't think it was it was really her so much she was just tolerating that sort of behavior happening but i think that happens on every show i mean i can't imagine there's like a main star anywhere where they were just like all right intern feel free to walk right up to the star and like just say hi and talk to them like i Mm. don't think that happens
1: yeah
2: she's probably just taking the fall
1: i imagine she's just kind of a jerk and they built a case on her on purpose just to fuck with her
3: yeah, only yeah. she's only been, you know, super wealthy and incredibly famous for like 30 years. She's got a big ego. I I don't think we need to be so nitpicky about this.
1: Yeah. She had a funny joke in her last special where she thought, talked about how everybody always uses her as like the representative for the homosexual community. And she it's did like good. as if it were a PSA. She was like, hi, I'm Ellen. And I'm here to talk to you about gay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's good.
1: She's, I don't know. I think she's her, funny. I she don't, has been. Her, yeah. her last
3: stand standup uh, was a relatable where she was talking about how now she can't even be relatable anymore because she's so rich, you know? That's where a good she's take. like, I don't even know that there was a back of the plane.
2: Like it's just really <laughs> yeah.
3: good stuff. And, and honestly, the entire- um, Uh, I recommend it. The whole stand up was good.
2: Yeah, she's funny. Yeah, that's a good way to play it because everyone knows she's like on Doe Island. So you need to find like a new avenue for weird relatability.
1: We need her on this show. Mm. Imagine that fourth (laughs) mic right here we can talk about this getting kicked out of the cell and then Ellen's chiming in like I remember that movie yeah
2: her dancing down yeah. here doing a whole thing for us get, oh, ro- get Rosie yeah. in here yeah. Yeah.
1: Sharon Osbourne's got nothing to do she just got I don't know Son. if it was kicked off the talk or what happened because the whole Pierce Mor- Piers Morgan walked off good day Britain right De- right and then he- she defended him because they're friends and then everyone said because she defended Piers, she's now a racist
3: well, this is crazy oh wow that yeah. is just tangential yeah. racist
2: at this point, yeah. a good, like a secondhand cancellation, it's right? like, oh, you can tolerate Pierce Morgan, you're canceled. It's, it's a
3: virus
0: now. You can, <laughs> you can yeah, just touch other people.
2: <laughs> you're out of
3: here. By the way, I think you do have a good shot at getting Ellen after this. I think I'm your stepping stone to, no. yes. to really famous. Will people. you put I, in a word? Yeah. I'm probably, I would say, a C-list celebrity uh, among the 18 to 20 people that are aware of my my name. Hell yeah. Mm. And then the rest of the people actually confuse it with one of the other. Yeah, this is products. a big get for us. We're psyched. Mm. Like I said, on my way to pottery, I just thought I'd stop Dan and do this <laughs> little cameo.
2: He's committed. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ha- happy to appear
1: for a finance corner on a regular
2: basis. If you guys Ooh. want to start-
1: <laughs> We can do, we can, we can call you, do phoners as well. Oh, that's yeah, perfect. perfect. The in-studio, this is our second in-studio guest. We've that's, had, that's big. Scott's buddy, Dan was here about a year ago. That's big. We should get a non-fungible token to represent this event. Ooh, I don't see why not. That right? sounds dope. How do you make your Guess own? Guess what? The fucking, I'm not sure.
2: The Slovakian fan base would pay almost anything to get an NFT of this mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, I'm not sure confident. if you're aware
1: of that, but we I got an email out of nowhere that we were rated very high among comedy podcasts in Slovakia.
3: Yeah, that uh, that makes <laughs> sense. This really has that sort of uh, dry, inside joke humor that the Slovakians appreciate. They mm. love not getting the jokes. Yeah.
2: Just listening to a podcast yeah. in another language, being like, yeah. mm, these uh, guys... Not only
3: do I not understand what they're talking about, <laughs> but they have inside references in a different language. Yeah. Really deep track either,
2: movie references. Yeah, That's the stuff people respond to. Yeah, yeah.
3: Slovakians, whew, boy, do they hate understanding things. I go to school
2: and I whack. I mean, <laughs> folks will remember, last week on the program... We really enjoyed the Snyder cut of Justice League. So, so you, I you said it. that
3: was better than, considerably better than the one they actually released. So much, much so that it's now actually a good movie. Yeah, yes
2: it was great. That's I, I don't know about great, unbelievable. But it was good. Like I liked it so much more than I thought I was going to.
3: Well, well, my main question there is who is playing Batman? Ben Affleck still in the Snyder cut?
2: How is this a good movie? It'd <laughs> be great if there was like a, a complete recast in the Just, Snyder cut. <laughs> I would have.
3: Oh, there he is on the wall.
2: Yeah, yeah, made a spot. I really enjoyed it. But the thing this week, they just put on HBO Max a black and white version of the Snyder Cut called uh, "Zack Snyder's Justice League: Justice is Gray." It's all just in black and white. There's nothing different. yeah, Yeah. Is
3: that the only thing?
2: Yes. And first of all, the movie is so like dark to begin with watching the normal version is basically like yeah. watching it in black and white well this is
3: why i hate the dc universe too It's just that they just thought by making the the superheroes more realistic just by making everything so dark yeah that was like how they decided to make this adaptable to real life
2: yeah like literally dark and then yeah. like that'll fill Barely in the blanks happening yeah
3: so so it's just black and white it's not like a film noir they put in new music in the background and you know it's just black and white
2: yeah and it's like i like the snyder black. cut i enjoyed it it's I'm going to watch little, it again in black say, and white.
3: I'm not watching it again you, in black and white. You guys are you guys are not making a case for every film not being an NWA with some of this
1: information. No, I, I will admit that to Fox, to the uh, everyday uh, uh, you know, goer,
3: a, a three hour yeah. film now in black and white, yeah, that was only just became palatable on a recut. <laughs> Are you in? <laughs> you're Do gonna you love. You're gonna again? love it.
1: Let's fire it up right now. You know, bag that dinner. We're gonna settle in. We're gonna watch yeah. the whole thing.
3: I, uh, I uh, was very clear about my heart stop, um, and I just want to reiterate that as if that goes on the TV. It's actually. <laughs> tur- I just got a text just now to ignore the fact that I didn't even take out my phone, but I just got one saying I got to leave real soon.
2: Mm. You're a turkey boy now. You can never leave.
3: Is it? I'm trapped. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're this in is the, the end. You're in the
2: chill zone for this. Just
3: start prepping for my finance corner next week.
2: Ooh. But, I mean, this week's top story, as far as I'm concerned, Spiral, colon, The Book of Saw, now has an official release what date. What is it, like August 31st, 2050? <laughs> May 14th this year, baby. Wow. What do you think of that? No. Only in theaters. I mean... Only in theaters? Not even an th-
3: HBO Max release?
2: No. Wow. It should go, like, right to Shudder. Were they so still I can... Lionsgate? <clears throat> I think so. Yeah. What
3: is the premise of this film?
2: I'm glad you asked because Chris Rock is in it. Yes. What? Chris Rock is in no. it. No. Swear Th- to God. He
3: feels too big for this. How is yeah. that possible? He doesn't need the money. And he, I think this
1: he movie, just wants the money. This happened yeah, yes. based
2: on uh like a story idea by Chris Rock. He like went to the producers and was like, I have an idea for a Saw movie. And then from that, like he stars in it, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. I assume they're bringing back the Jigsaw Killer in some capacity, enough the star of the franchise who died in the third movie. And then they made six more after his death, so, all involving him. Masterpieces. Remarkable. Yeah. So this,
3: this is a, a black, an African-American saw. I said black on air. Huh? Does that mean we're all canceled?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: actually, we're canceled. Yeah, I, <laughs> I watched a video
1: the other day about being woke and apparently saying black is acceptable again because African-American doesn't include all black people.
2: That's what I'm talking. So about. So black
1: is okay again.
2: If,
3: if uh, speaking for uh, all white heterosexual males, if we could get some kind of you know newscast or, or email once a week to tell us what's okay and what isn't on a Give regular us an update. basis, yes. something so I can follow these guidelines. I feel like they change until someone crosses a line. Mm. You know, those of us that are trying—I don't know who's in charge of this—but if you guys could just send us a newsletter and tell us what's okay,
2: yes. that would be wonderful. <laughs> That'll be a new I'll corner tell you what. of the show. <laughs>
1: I hate all this shit,
2: Wow, you know what? This is actually the perfect guy to take on this I, topic. our friend is, Hank. I, I
1: don't even want to talk guy. about being woke. I don't. It infuriates me. it I, I remember a time when you could say what you want to say and when freedom of speech existed, and I hate Joe Biden. Hank. Just aside <laughs> Hank I noticed that there was a shooting the other day in Colorado mm. Had That's I been there success. Wouldn't have gone down like that Yeah, what, yeah. what would have
2: happened? would I would have shot
1: you... everybody with my with my rifle
2: You're like an even cooler southern Mark Wahlberg
3: I, uh, How? In that you, respect You're just carrying around like a full-size rifle everywhere it's, In my truck you, Yep
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, if you were there You would have lassoed the guy And just tied him to the be, back of your truck I wouldn't even have had
1: to put my boots on I would have just shot him from the truck Yeah I drive barefoot.
2: (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) Hank, do you drunk drive?
1: Only way to do it, my man. Relaxes me behind the wheel.
0: That's
3: I had a feeling. I get that. It's more jittery if you aren't drinking while you're driving, yeah.
1: I've noticed that. I make methamphetamine as well.
3: Whoa. Like, is that your primary occupation, or is this just a hobby of yours?
1: (laughs) We're now interviewing Hank. I'm an an outlaw. (laughs) I have
3: a lot of questions. Yeah,
1: let's get into it. I am a card-carrying outlaw and the, member of the National Rifle Association. Wow, I,
3: are those two things related?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're one and the same. They're, they're a tanker, Hank. Hank a, that was a full minute and forty of Hank. He doesn't usually go that long, but I, I was feeling inspired by the woke talk because Hank is so not woke. Hank yeah. is like my excuse to be inappropriate. And, and it's fun.
3: I'm only now putting together that you're Hank and his name is Hank. No. And just you just add the H.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's
2: the best part about podcasting is funneling awful takes under the guise of a character. A character. Yeah. Mr. Honest yeah. does characters. Yeah. That's why Beaning Out is so fun.
1: Beaning Out is really fun. You miss Beaning Out where we do the Boston accents and we talk oh. about Boston stuff. Kid,
2: it was fucking so fucking sick it was dope i would to be perfectly I, honest
1: i got tired of it this week yeah fuck i felt you. like Too i much? wasn't in it this week kid
2: guess what you Too fucking much? weren't fuck you Too
1: i was up, I over was, boston exposure. i've been redoing my bits a little bit <laughs> yeah like i started yep. talking about like doing cocaine with gronk or something and yeah. it was just like ah, i did this already yeah. and then it's just like not you fug. i've never known you to repeat a bit <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny to me i'm the 30th him. go <laughs> Hank, I have literally in my notes, Hank on the Colorado shooting. Like I was hoping there would be a window for that, that to come was, up.
3: Honestly, yeah. it was, it's pretty solid. I, I really enjoy this Hank character. He's a fun I'm character. Saying, he uh, has
1: an Instagram, know. Hank the Cowboy 69. Where did
3: you find those pictures? That like That is- Oh, the-
1: Yeah. The filter? Yeah. It's just a cowboy filter on Snapchat. That's all it is? Yeah.
3: And he's just and it's well, got like, the one, dyed hair. The one like
1: the, that I like, it used to do a voice transfer or whatever. Yeah. It would deepen your voice to make you sound more like- Sam Elliott yeah. mm. but the new one doesn't do it so I have to do the voice myself now
2: I think you've got it though you can do Hank I think yeah. you doing Hank is better than the old Fake voice one. Glad to hear. that. Is that now? Does that song play every time you do? Hank is that the either that
1: one or like Brooks and Dunn or something else? One of those. One of the stupid. Like that's Alan Jackson country boy, which it's
3: actually perfect.
1: Yeah, I think (laughs) it sets the stage. It's actually uh, fucking ten out of ten. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I am. I am loving this bit. People
1: seem to like Hank. He's fun, and you know, like Jim Norton does lots of characters. I always would listen to the show in anticipation of said characters, and I was like, I can do a character. Also.
3: Characters huge in Slovakia. Mm.
1: Yes. That's yes. basically what yeah. we're what we're here for is to please the folks in Slovakia. I wish we could get like an Oh, Tuna is back, our fourth mic. Ooh. <laughs> I mean,
3: target demographic we, Slovakians. Mm. When you guys set out to do
1: this, was that was that what you really kind of thought?
3: Yes. Like, yeah. Someone <laughs> needs to tap into this Slovakian market.
2: Literally, and- my only thought was I hope some fucked up asshole idiots in another country get really on board yeah. with the program. 113 episodes later, some guy with a
1: toilet on his lawn in Slovakia, like, I really like enough podcast. <laughs>
3: and, 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 He's there, our
1: guy.
2: and there we go. Goodbye to all the Slovakian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> No, Son of you.
1: bitch! <laughs>
2: Toilet on my lawn? You're the new king of the turkey heads. You've usurped even Monty. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, we got a little bit more news. Did you guys see that Thomas uh, Thomas Middleditch has been canceled? What How, What did he do? He is like the weakest personality. Let me guess. He had
1: sex with a woman while she was asleep. I yeah, think, that, sounds, I like, think that yes. sounds like such a Thomas Middleditch
2: used to do. Listen to this headline. <laughs> I'm
1: joking, but is it close?
2: L- L.A. <laughs> L. Goth Club misconduct claims include actor Thomas Middleditch. I'm sorry, what? Multiple women accuse owners of the Cloak & Dagger nightclub of sexual misconduct and of overlooking misconduct by famous members, including Thomas Middleditch, which, <laughs> for people who aren't familiar, he was the lead on Silicon Valley and he's like a nerdy side and a bunch of stuff that show is cursed like the twilight
1: zone remake yeah. like everybody TJ yeah, Miller yeah TJ Miller got out they're yeah. just a great call. everybody's going down i didn't
2: even think pretty of that pretty soon there's going to wow. be a
1: helicopter accident
2: kumail's canceled for being too jacked he's out he looks
1: his jawline is not natural
3: i have seen recent kumail pictures and he looks like a different person
2: yeah. he probably got one of those jaw things
1: that like the one from that the you ads. Chew on. yeah
3: yeah He's doing that just to work out the last muscle in his body.
2: I grind yeah. my teeth so I'm covered.
3: So uh, I still but, don't understand what ta- what he did. What is the the yeah. actual accusation? They're being vague. Miscon- yeah.
2: With a lot of these things, yeah, like basically they're just like there's no story. They're just like this guy's canceled for like this vague sentence and everyone's just like, "Okay, got it. He's canceled. We're moving along." Who
3: who <laughs> is this group along? that decides who is canceled and who isn't? Is there like the a council?
2: Like is honestly,
1: there? it should be us, but it's not. I would think we wouldn't so. cancel anybody who's funny, if right? He, if, if you're right. funny, I don't care if Tom, Thomas Middleditch can get canceled all day. He stinks. Yeah, he this, did like two movies outside of Silicon Valley, and they were both boring. And he, that's pretty much his entire body is of work. So. That's in the
3: Verizon commercials. Yes. Is that, yeah. yes, yeah, also a little boring.
2: Yeah. And yeah, if you're going to be like a shill and be fucked up on the sidelines, you, you're canceled. Him I, at a goth
1: I, club? Do you think he was wearing like black leather pants and like a like a, yeah. like a gimp yeah.
2: mask and yeah. fizzle tassels? Fake, fake It's fangs. a joke. Just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's dressed up like Vito's He's son. a
1: fat. Oh, can't say that anymore. No, oh, no. Sam, delete that.
3: I, I like this is that if you, if you guys are the arbiters of cancellation, it, yes. if you're funny, you get a pass. Yeah. This is a merit-based system. You're not getting blamed for for errors or mistakes that no. you've made, but if you're if you're actually good at what you do, that's the only thing that matters. Yes, maybe, maybe we don't need to agree with everything that you do if you're good at
1: your craft. I think that. Words. I'm gonna throw that out there. I like it. Woody Allen's back. If what I do, I have- do you mean? Harvey Weinstein's back. Jeffrey uh, Epstein's back. Let's Let's, <laughs> is he? let's, let's, let's slow yeah. the bus down a little bit. John Wayne Gacy's we, back. Oh,
2: were, wow! We're it's off the rails now. You're diving um. in too deep. <laughs> no, I went too far. Let's get uh, back in the yeah. shallow end. Okay. <laughs> and, and respectability. I thought we had it. No, but nope. you're totally right. It's like a whole. It's too much.
3: We don't need I to don't... agree with everything everybody does. If I run for office, by the way, we have to delete this podcast. We're, mm. we're, so I can't say these things. We'll That's put fine.
1: you under a fake name. That's good. Yeah, we'll so, get canceled.
3: They'll never find you. Talking they'll, about how they'll easy... never figure out my my exact voice <laughs> on the air. <laughs> Just Could deny possibly it. be me. That wasn't me.
2: These guys are talking about how weird and fucked up it is for how easy it is for everyone to get canceled, and now they're canceled. That's what's gonna happen to us. Mm-hmm. We're done for. Mm-hmm. But yes, I mean, we also got. There's a new show called Pooch Perfect, starring. Oh. Rebel Wilson and it's like a best in show. It's a show with Rebel Wilson so it's gonna have a, a series of episodes. Yes. I don't see her. This is part of like the new world we live in where like fucked up game show variety shows exist and they're hosted by people like Rebel Wilson and it's called Pooch Perfect. It's a pun on the film series she's involved in Pitch Perfect. Which pun-wise, I'm not really wowed. No, not their best. No, it's like okay, coming, a p-word and per- okay. coming from a man who appreciates a long walk pun.
3: This yeah. is not you're one not of the greats. Best. Well, yeah, Rebel is...
1: Wilson is thin now, is she? which is way less funny. Yeah, I'm out.
3: I I agree. I think that uh, let's be honest. Opinion: you know, Everybody who's ever shed the weight has lost the funny. I think yeah. it comes with it. I mean, you look at. Uh, uh, I mean, this is of some of the other people who, who became thin and then
2: suddenly were pretty much not funny, not even worth listening to. Anymore. Yeah, like, I
1: mean, there's I, a bunch, like, and now, like, obviously, I can't come up with right. anybody, but yeah. it's
2: like a light switch. Or Jonah Hill, he kind of like yeah. stopped doing comedies, right? It's, it's, it's part of like a, a whole package.
3: actor. Yeah, he's just the humor is not there anymore.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, and also, she looks kind of odd, skinny. I don't know. Maybe it's just because you know her as a fat person. But watching her in this preview,
3: her, her whole shtick was that she's like this fat woman, and like like that was her entire character.
1: Are we? Yeah. Are we body shaming her by talking about her getting skinny? Is that inappropriate now? I think I think Probably. what we're doing is- I honestly don't know.
3: Because we're not talking about her body being the problem. We're saying that the likelihood of her humor still being good. Yeah, yeah, like, well, like
1: imagine if Chris Farley had lost weight instead of death. Well, that is
3: the that is the ultimate decision you have to make as a fat comedian who's generally based on physical <laughs> yeah. comedy. Do you continue being funny and die young or do you uh, lose the weight Patrice and become O'Neil, a serious actor?
1: Ralphie May, May. John Panette- <laughs> John oh, Candy, yeah. Chris Farley, the list the uh, way, yeah. John Belushi, yeah, the every list goes single on. Single on.
2: one of those people are like hall of fame hilarious. That's the classic hall story of fame line. hilarious. You either die fat or you live long enough to see yourself become skinny and not funny anymore. Yeah. It's the classic line from Dark Knight. <laughs> <That's> every, <laughs> everybody remembers it.
3: Yeah, that's what it was, right? That was the whole <laughs> yeah. point there. That was yeah. it.
2: Mm-hmm. No, but Let's even more than any of like the weight stuff just her hosting a show where she's like trotting around dogs called Pooch Perfect. I'm like disgusted for the state of television. And I it, I don't understand the object of the show. What, I don't either. I don't I like people, dogs. Do they are they there do? a
1: lot of dogs to look
2: at? Yeah, that there would are. keep
1: me interested.
2: And yeah, like it's one of these. You know, they like doll them up in some sort of fashion. Probably run them through a jungle gym type scenario. Cat. But I mean. Speaking of like cancellation stuff, in this, in the preview for the show, they have her saying "times pup, which is like, <laughs> like, are you, are you like making light of wow. the "times up" movement with like wow. a not even that great pup pun? Wow,
1: <laughs> that see to me that seems inappropriate. Yeah,
3: and so so there are just no writers for any of these things. My yes. barometer for
1: what is appropriate and what isn't anymore is non-existent. Like I don't like to me like that sounds no good, but like some of like. Thomas Middleditch, like, bring him back in. That's hmm. fine. I honestly, like, I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like the Me Too movement, as somebody who, if I were in that world, if I were in Hollywood, I wouldn't touch any, I wouldn't yeah. go anywhere near it in yeah. terms of jokes or anything. That's not something to make light of.
3: I, I, uh, I am too high-profile personality to comment on this, but. <laughs> He's uh, back.
1: <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> funny about here. Time's Up yeah. or Alyssa
2: Milano. And just, you know, like, first, she was in the Cats movie, for people who didn't see it, like me. In, I, I did not the see theater. this film.
3: Did you see the movie at all, the Cats movie?
2: I did see Cats. Now, let me ask you this. Would you rather watch Pooch Perfect or Cats? <laughs> I mean, to follow your NWA rule, I would check out Pooch Perfect instead of uh, re-watching Cats, just in uh-huh. the vein of,
1: you know. Ha-da. It's
2: fucked up. Like, she she did Cats, now she's coming for Dogs. She's gonna so ruin she's dogs gonna, now too. She's gonna, all
3: pets are not safe.
2: Yeah, from Rebel Wilson's fucking trying to ruin. How
3: was uh, how'd my girl Taylor Swift look in that Cats movie?
2: She looked
1: good. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah, she I think was. I shut it off before she came on.
2: Yeah, that makes. She's sense. only in one scene. She sings a little song and she sprinkles some catnip I, I, on people. It actually looks pretty dope. In I little don't cat outfit.
3: even like the <laughs> songs from Cats, so I don't even understand how they would like. It's not even good at its base material, really. I, yeah, I, I get. It's supposed to be a good musical, but have, have any of you ever been like, you know what I want to pop on right now is the uh, the cat soundtrack?
1: No. I will yeah. say. Memories?
2: Yeah, that's the yeah, one that's song. That's the I only know. song. Memories is a jam. Literally all the other songs in the movie I were know. just cats introducing themselves. They're being like, I'm a Jellicle cat who does this and that. That's it's it. like, this the sucks. whole thing. I mean, yeah.
3: it's, just, it's just Andrew Lloyd Webber like, just being a weird cat guy who probably wears a cape. Oh, all no, of yeah. this adds up. And, and yeah. honestly, cape. and I'm going to tell you right now, that, that cape... That was for the Slovakians. Uh, <laughs> honestly, in. right now, I'll tell you that that that
2: Memories, while the most famous song, not their best. Mr. Mistopheles is actually the best song in the, the entire thing. Jason Derulo plays Mr. Mistopheles and he didn't quite nail it. Jason Derulo's say.
3: finest work lately
2: is his TikTok. That is the,
3: the best thing he does. He actually does a good job of managing Ooh. that. Highly recommend some of the work. A lot of uh, visually okay. stunning things. Do you
1: and, get locked in on TikTok when you turn I, it on, and then you just... I get stuck in a loop for like I, an hour. I just got a
3: profile, so all I'm get Like, I just signed up last week. So I usually see him on Instagram, but... All the stuff I see right now are just, like, local people that, like, um, you know, friends or something like that that appear, and then just girls that dance um, to the same, like, four songs that are popular right now. The
2: algorithm knows exactly what you need. Yeah, that's
3: exactly (laughs) what I'm looking for. I'm a 36-year-old man with gray in my beard. I want to see high school girls do the same dance to a song I've never heard before. Hell yeah. (laughs) I will tell you, Best Friend by Saweetie, that's a track and a half. I listen to that all day.
2: I don't know if I've heard dun, that. Dun, 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 it's a Yeah, I need to be more of a TikTok person. We're winning the fans back by talking about TikTok. Are we young it's and very, hip, we're talking hip talking now. about TikTok? We're cool. Yeah, we're hip. Do we need, do we need yeah. a
1: podcast TikTok? i think you i'm gonna should. go ahead and let you man that i think Fuck.
3: you should do that I don't you're the tiktok know. guy i would watch that you got to get a younger audience here
2: i don't know how to operate tiktok, TikTok i can help makes me feel you i old more than anything else that exists i right now. i had a
3: pretty pretty popular vine account back in my day yes so, you did uh, i did too i mean so i'm thinking that i loved vine i could see if i can uh you know tiktok some the of videos can be as long as you want Vine? yeah they're longer vine was the six seconds right vine was simple I tiktok
2: has too many like options and filters i open yeah. it and i have like a panic attack immediately i, I don't understand who decides
3: the dances so how, how do they just like a song gets released who picks the dance well, that everyone girl has to do
2: that's very one
1: of the bigger people on tiktok is the the Demelio sisters charlie and dixie what and is so
3: special about them
1: they're really good dancers <laughs> good <question>. are they <laughs> yeah i guess one of them got sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts pretty early on, so people seem to like that. And I guess what happens is it's it's all this, like, the big thing with, with social media, and with all the kids these days, is clout. And it's hmm. like, Charlie, for whatever reason, got the most clout. So she, anybody who tags themselves or does a stitch, quote unquote, with her what, gets what, bigger. What's her
3: name, Charlie? Charlie D'Amelio. Oh, I own her NFT. that's great you're in your portfolio yeah i own that bitch One hundred and five thousand dollars for that nft oh hell yeah yeah i think that's only a matter of time we'll we'll go into greater detail at joe's finance corner next week uh how to invest in tiktok (laughs) nfts
2: (laughs) i can't wait to hear pretty much best anything those girls touch
3: highest roi on the market right now is nft (laughs) related to tiktok
1: (laughs) it uh anything those girls touch it, it becomes the hit of the week songs wise it's crazy. So
3: they, yeah. one that the like the new one is this like um like anime song, this Renai, whatever it is. I don't even like, know. Like um, I had
1: to delete TikTok because I get to I'll it weighs yeah. so much. Oh, well, you
3: recognize it immediately when you I'm hear sure. it, but it's like some some like from some Japanese anime thing, and I'm like, I don't even Ooh. understand what the reference is here. How did this gain ground? Yeah.
1: Well, it's like, if you think about it, like Jason Derulo hadn't really been that relevant in a long time. So yeah. it's funny, the things that the TikTok audience picks and chooses to make popular. Yeah. So all we really need to do is sneak one little thing on there. And then within 20 minutes, Gen Z would have us canceled.
3: That's correct. Mm. Yeah, they come back. So let's and, maybe and not do that. This. They would be all over it. Uh, but if you come up with one kind of catchy something, and it, just, it could be a couple phrases, it could be a sound effect, it could be a song, as long as it's catchy and enough people are like, yeah, okay, I can't get that out of my head, you're now famous for at least 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. Right, because being famous is mostly about getting stuck in someone's head rather than any actual real tangible yeah, ability. No, no, talent yeah. is,
3: is so far away from being the number one. It's, it's It goes uh, being stuck in someone's head, uh, image. <laughs> yeah. Or being like um, so awful that everyone's yeah.
2: captivated by it. Yeah. They're just like, ooh, like yeah, Milo you got the other list. end,
3: yeah. Yeah. By the time you get to the end of the list, it's like, okay. And then uh, most people want to just have sex with you, so that's a that's a gift in itself. And Kid, okay, you can like. sing. There we go. Good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but of course.
3: What what else we got What else we got over there, Hoops? What, what uh? What other what other big big mean, stories hits?
2: Movie theaters are like kinda backish. That new Bob Odenkirk movie, Nobody, comes out in theaters. So so that's out now, isn't it? What's Today, his, Christopher
3: I'm, Lloyd is in this film. Yes. And he was telling me about it yes. and actually working with Bussy you didn't even know. I wanted to bring you, this up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This was, because he, you're he was he did a whole Twitter yeah. QA uh for the nobody promotion. Mm. Um, and, and I had dinner with uh, for those of you that don't know for the Slovakians listening um, I, I had a dinner with Christopher Lloyd just uh, just before this he's actually in town filming the movie with I think it was the George Clooney film they're filming right now in Boston yes uh, with Ben the Affleck as
2: the star we need to get on that he's set. in that yep. too
3: yeah he's in that too so that's what he's filming um, and he was telling me about the uh, Bob Odenkirk movie so he's a very nice guy he likes him a lot he, yeah. he's uh, and, Uh, I guess the background, for the most part, is he's like an older guy coming out of retirement in this film. I I didn't get a lot of the details.
2: This movie, it's basically like John Wick, but it's Bob Odenkirk. So it's cooler because it's someone you would never think would be the star of an action movie, like doing cool... Makes perfect sense. Is it like
1: a falling down kind of thing? Or is he like a legit mercenary and, and they did a whole transformation with him?
2: Yeah, like I saw a video where they... Yeah, like they did the whole... Yeah, that's going to be good. Deal. Is, it, so, is it? Is it... How are the reviews of anything coming? I think it's in? good. Yeah? I think people oh, are digging oh, very it. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go to a movie theater to see this at I, some point this week. You let me know when. I uh, uh, My girlfriend is away. I'm
3: completely untethered. He's so bad. that gives me the ability to now do things instead of eat vegetables. It has an 80%. Wow. Which is Man. good. Yeah, that's very good. What's that the consensus solid. say?
1: Um, welcome to okay
2: and just christopher lloyd wise like folks this is real like joey through relatives like is in the presence of christopher lloyd in reality yeah he, often. he's often a great guy we 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 had
3: gone to dinner and uh he had uh he was actually um uh where we were everyone was kind of dressed in old-fashioned clothes in a sense they were vests for a very mm. fancy place and he was like this feels like the kind of place for people have mustaches now our server <laughs> had a mustache actually so i was like well well matt you know can you show him? he's like he takes down his thing he's like he's got the handlebars." Mm. And I can see how lit up he is. It's clearly a kid who uh, has a, uh, uh, let's just say I said something, you can tell he's got some nerdy interests overall. So he is just right. fanboying in his head and you can see it. Well, yeah. So I was like, well, Chris, what do you think? You endorse that mustache? You think that's a good mustache? He goes, yeah, that's good. So now for like a month and a half, the bartender there has been telling me, he's like, now I got to hear Matt talk about how Christopher Lloyd loves his mustache.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to be that guy every time you're like I just had dinner with Christopher Lloyd it's like how do I shoehorn myself into this the, scenario so the. I can pepper him with annoying movie questions what would you hit and him he, with just back uh, to
1: the future questions over and over again he must love that yeah
3: you know this is exactly why I'm not gonna let this happen right fuck, this is a- <laughs>
1: fuck I, I had a feeling I still need my more- in with Rosemary to Owen Wilson she that's- she has been dead for twenty years, so
3: um, <laughs> that's going to be a yeah.
2: tough swing. weren't they at the funeral? I, I want to meet all three. Was- Tell I her we'll imagine. start. This yeah. is
1: what we're going to do. We'll start with Andrew Wilson. And I want to meet him first. And that way it won't throw off her suspicion. And then we work our way through from Luke to Owen. So again,
3: for clarity, uh, the older woman that had uh, rented the in-law suite in my parents' home was the grandmother of Luke and Owen Wilson. Uh, We found this out because she had a signed poster of Shanghai Noon in her living room, which seemed a little weird for an 85-year-old woman.
1: I uh, never even got to meet Rosemary. She was very nice. But, I think it uh, wouldn't be presumptuous of me to have asked her to be immediately introduced to Owen. Given, given that
3: uh, by the time we put this all together, I think she was about three or four years away from her own passing. So I, I'm not sure mm. if there was a, a window for this to take place. That's
1: true. And it's funny to think about the fact that she was 85. Yeah. What was this like two thousand? Yeah, right around so there. Yep. Me even suggesting that I be reintroduced to her now yep. is a physical impossibility on yep. many, many levels. Yeah. she that was twenty one years ago.
3: Be some kind of record holder in the Guinness book for the I suppose it's possible. Yeah, it's feasible. I mean you got Wilson money, who knows? Yeah. You could live forever with that.
1: Um Owen Wilson's latest movie was scott's the only one of us that watched it he said what, it wasn't great what is his latest movie he has a, movie done anything Bliss in a while what is on it? amazon with uh i believe this is why i need scott selma hayek i think what an odd combination and it's, scott was one of those movies where he started it and he said that the first 20 minutes were great Yep, And then it fell off completely, but he had already recommended it to me. Hoops, and luckily is- he intervened again to tell me okay. not to watch it. We're talking about Bliss, the yeah. Owen Wilson movie that you didn't like. See, so
2: it's Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek. Yes. In a new movie. And I was like, this will at least be watchable. And they proved me wrong pretty, <laughs> pretty powerfully over the course of the next two hours. It was, yeah, It was one of those movies where you're just like, who wrote this? What is this? Like, Is this a movie? I don't know what I'm even doing. I, I feel like that is coming to their
3: shows. And this is, you know, pooch perfect. And otherwise, I think it's just <laughs> such a wide net that they'll just produce anything because streaming allows it, everything to go straight to consumers. There are so
1: many things where I'm like, all right, why? Well, yeah, yeah it's like as yes. Martin Scorsese says, yeah. it's not film anymore it's not movies it's just content that's it. it's just yeah, that's, it's something perfect. that's, that's perfect. on a streaming service perfect. that's on a television and you watch it and then you go i've literally recommended things to people going yeah it's pretty good yeah like it's fine that's everything we're and it's in, like why am i telling you about it if it's just pretty good we're yeah. in the golden
3: age of mediocre entertainment yeah that is can you even
1: imagine if like seinfeld came out right now
3: Ah, it would would blow everything. No no one's ever seen a show that would be that well written. I don't
1: even think people would know what to do with it. I bet people wouldn't like it.
3: Yeah, I I think part of it might be because you have – Back then, you had only so many so many channels, right? So, mm. so there was a concentration, a required concentration of talent, whether it be writers, actors, or whatever. Now, there's so many places you can have a good writer here with a bad actor, bad actor here, good, good bad writer, good actor. Everything's spread about, and they're just like, well, listen, if somebody has it in the background while they're playing games on their phone, that's yeah. all we need. We don't <laughs> need to get a ton of talent in one place and make a good show. We that's just need to make an acceptable show. Well, the that's worst
1: perfect. part of all, no. yeah, go ahead.
2: No, just like that's exactly what's going on. Instead of being like, why don't we like zero in and like get the perfect cast to make like a really good show that we've mapped out. They're just like, no, just just go. Just do anything with yeah. whoever you can find. Guess whoever who we got. will give you uh, a fucking we got, budget.
3: We got one A-list guy here and then uh, a bunch of monkeys wrote the entire
2: script. But uh, yeah.
3: fine, just put it out
2: there. Yeah, like it'll figure sure. itself out at some yeah. point before it's airing, I'm sure. Well, they we don't
1: make money based on how well the movies do. Netflix stock is just based on investors and like it's it has nothing to do with the numbers like and it and if they get the click anyway you can put a movie on for one minute and then shut it off and it counts as being streamed
2: yeah so it's that's it that's all they care about they they get get to start counting their shuts they get so they know two or three yeah right so it's like
3: there should be like a a the new Rotten Tomato should be a service that gives you the percentage of shuts versus non shuts where it's just like you can subscribe to hbo Whoa. max 80 20 shuts to non shuts yeah or and then the netflix is like well you know they have this netflix will do they'll buy the irishman or something like that no one blockbuster they'll talk about the entire time and then have a bunch of crap behind it yeah i would love a shut versus non-shut percentage rating system I'm in. for streaming services yeah we're
1: gonna launch this this sounds good i like Speaking, this a lot i really feel like we teed ourselves up for our next segment kind of perfectly hmm Let's shuts. talk about some shots,
2: if we could. I'd
1: I think love it. we really need to, and
2: just to remind the fans, this is Joey, how talk. are you doing
1: on time?
3: I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta. I'm supposed to be somewhere at seven, which I'm already gonna be late for. But but this was marvelous. If you're going into the city,
1: you might be yeah. close to on time. I think so. It's, about it's only 15, about fifteen.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm so close to this great location. Yeah, very over convenient
1: here. here in Watertown. Um, I'm Not gonna tell you the street because my enemies will find me. Yeah, no, yeah, I get that it. would be I foolish to mm. give away a yep. street. <laughs> The like house with the neon lights coming out of the windows. Fuck. Yep. Uh, it's,
3: it's about four minutes away from the pottery class that I go mm. to. Wow. Watertown um,
1: Pottery for those that's,
3: curious. That's Firestock is the name of it, but that's fine. It's fine. I mean, Wait, do are you Warstock. actually
1: in a pottery class? <laughs> this <laughs> is a real? I thought that was all a bit. I'm loving that. And if it's <laughs> how, real, it's how, much funnier. How,
3: what, was, what was funny about that? See, he's so committed. <laughs> he's got you believe it. yeah, yeah. It's good we're, well. deep, we're deep <laughs> behind it, the there, wall. No, Google, Google it. It's there. Four minutes away. So all the enemies can find that window, <laughs> or I made all that up. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll don't know. But I want to thank you guys for having me. Yeah, this Joey, was absolutely marvelous. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, again, we'll work on my NFT uh, finance uh, mm. uh, corner. So we'll, we'll get into that next week. Well,
1: all right. Thanks, guys. I'm Stay gonna, I'm gonna tuned gonna off. for the Thanks, finance buddy. corner. Thanks for stopping by, Joey.
2: This thing's great. <laughs> I'll take one of those. Here, let's take a In. quick.
1: Welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talking about movies and TV. We're back. I'm Ryan Ankner. He's Scott Sweeney. Wow. We're doing the show a little out of order today, so I figured I'd intro us again. We had a lovely guest,
2: uh, Joey. Yes, thanks. Old friend. Thank you, Joey. To Joey for stopping by. That was delightful.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of fun
2: to be had. And we promised before the break we do our shuts. And so we're going to do those now. I shut off The Craft Legacy, which is... Me too, in fact. A new sequel to the 1995 forgettable teen supernatural thriller, which I don't... Directed
1: by Zoe Lister-Jones.
2: Yes, the new ones was by her. And she is like an indie director who did that movie Band-aid that I found mildly enjoyable. You're a real crumb bum. Mainly because Adam Pally's just enjoyable. And I feel like they let him improv some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, that
1: that movie. was okay. Hiccups. That was okay.
2: Yeah. This was not. Yeah, this was a classic, like they gave an indie person who'd never made a real movie like, Oh, let's see if you can do like a slightly big budget supernatural thriller kind of deal.
1: I remember seeing promos for that. And in my head, I got Zoe Lister Jones mixed up with uh, the comedian that used to date Jim Norton, who kind of looks like her that you Chelsea like. Peretti? There it is. Mm, yes. And in my head, it was Chelsea Peretti that directed this movie. Maybe it would have been and a it little was, better. It was not until last night that I realized that that is not who it was. And I was I don't want to say put off, but I was like even less excited.
2: Yeah. I don't even remember loving the original, the craft. No, I remember Nev Campbell looking dope in it.
1: It has that slutty girl from the water boy. Yeah.
2: Who's yeah. That's scary looking. Who was girl. in every other movie in the nineties
1: and then just vanished off the face of the earth. For bulk. I'd like to see her Could come get. back. Where, where's she even hiding? She got market corrected by like 14 different actresses in the early two thousands. <laughs>
2: yeah. She was like, like
1: Megan Fox yeah. and nine other prettier versions of her. Jennifer's body came out. Her entire catalog might as well have just been <laughs> set on fire.
2: Yeah. You're done, Feruza. But yeah, this movie, The Craft Legacy. What which, didn't you like about it? Which is a funny title because it's like legacy. Like, you mean like a middling sequel? Like This isn't much of a legacy going on no. with the craft saga. Uh,
1: I don't recall finishing the original craft, and I definitely didn't even come close to finish. I remember when you, I shut it. You were like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a go." I was just like, "If he finishes it, I'll be fucking astounded."
2: I tried because you mentioned David Duchovny was in this. He is, I'm a big yeah. fan of, and he almost like kept me going through it because he plays like the dad of the main babe, and there's kind of like a weird tension between them going on. I was like, "What is this movie?" I was like almost in for a while, but then it just. You know, it's just like the original. There's like four babes. They all discover they have like witch powers and they're all being fun. I hated the girl who was like the funny one of the group with all the quips.
1: They're all so not funny. I couldn't even pick, but I think I know which one you mean.
2: She was really upsetting me.
1: Yeah, it, it stunk. I thought they did the whole like woke thing. Yeah, they were, they were leaning
2: on the like...
1: Leaning into that.
2: Yeah. Wow, I
1: shut off a lot this week.
2: Ooh, but yeah, the huh. this movie was kind of watchable, but it just left no impression in any way. And I was just like drifting off to sleep, even though it was three in the afternoon. And I was, I'm just gonna go ahead and turn this off. It's just a nothing okay. movie, yeah. Yeah, what else you shut?
1: I shut off Black Hat, the <laughs> Michael Mann movie. I went through, I'm going through the old Michael Mann movies that I haven't seen. So I watched Thief and Black Hat. Oh, mm. well, I tried to watch Black Hat. Thief's great. Black
2: Hat sucks. I've tried to watch Black Hat maybe forty-five times. And it is just such a weird, boring slog. It's unbelievable. Cause he's made some flat out classics, as we were talking earlier, like mm. Collateral, Heat, others I can't think of, and then this movie. Like Chris Hemsworth plays a hacker, and it's just like Oof. half the movies in subtitles it's like they're begging you to turn it off it's i've never been able to make it through it even though it's one of those ones most people don't like but some people swear by it like it's actually great if you just managed to slog through it
1: i've never heard much positivity about this movie but chris hemsworth 100% super good looking love i do like him yeah but he's not good enough to carry a movie much less a Michael Mann movie with intricacy.
2: Especially in this movie, he's trying to do an American accent, and it's like very forced yeah. and bad.
1: They should have just let him do his real voice.
2: Yeah. This guy, Griffin Newman on Blank Check, which is a fun podcast I like, had the the funniest thing I've heard in a while the other day. You know that movie Elizabethtown with yes. Orlando Bloom? Yes. <laughs> He said, Orlando Bloom, in that movie, trying to do an American accent, he sounds like a toy train trying to teach kids how to read. It's like that Thomas the Tank Engine voice, where you're just like, hello, children, and it's just... I'd have
1: to see it. Yeah. I, that's that's very clever, though. I like the wording of it.
2: It's it's spot on. <sighs> that's exactly what's going on there, and in Black Hat.
1: Black Hat! What else? I got a few. Bla- uh Snowfall the FX on Hulu now show about like the 80s and like guys in the inner city buying cocaine and selling it. I tried that too. We watched like three episodes and I looked over at Lucy who had been on her phone for almost the entire previous episode, which is not, that's usually my move, not hers. Mm. And I was like, you hate this, huh? And she was like, yeah, I really just don't care about shows about drugs. Like I didn't like Narcos and I don't like this. And I was like, that's a good take.
2: Yeah. I agree. Drug shows used to be like, a can't miss.
1: Or movies. It's sort of that one genre of like, did you see?
2: Yeah, like they're almost always at least like kind of fun. But yeah, lately, I tried Snowfall when it first came out. Didn't even kind of get into it. No. And. Not fun. Narcos, I didn't like either.
1: No, I didn't even try Narcos, really. Maybe drug shows are done. I think we could put drug shows and movies in the obits. Ooh. It's a big thing because I used to love these used to be like, if you asked me when I was 21 years old, what my favorite genre of movies was, I'd be like, fear and loathing, blow. (laughs) like I'd list off like, requiem for a dream. I'd list off like four of the most hackneyed, just like right on the nose, in your face drug movies. And I'm just, I can't do it. Yeah. It's just the premise is dead.
2: Snowfall is another one of those shows where I think season four just started or is about to start. Great. It's like who is watching this show? <laughs> Probably not white people. It's like an all like a lot of
1: a largely black cast, which I lo- I love when shows have that. I think that's great that there's that opportunity. Like in Atlanta, that's that that does that well mm. because there are so many shows. I watch. We're watching The OC now, and mm. there's not a single fucking black person in the cast. Like not one. Not, not even like in the background, not a, not a, (laughs) not a taxi driver, nothing. Yeah. Every single person is white. They brought in one Mexican guy and squeezed in like four or five, like one over the nose, on the nose racist and the rest like slyly racist comments. Mm. That's, and then it's all white people and like one Jew. Maybe that's what it's like in the OC, baby. I mean, maybe, but I think this just, yeah, that not. was just a thing that people didn't think about. They'd just make a show with 47 white people and go, okay, that's a show. Yeah. And they wouldn't think like, you know, there might be a black guy.
2: Especially, I think Seinfeld gets hit with that a lot. They do, like, yeah. And
1: they had Jackie Childs. He was good.
2: Yeah, but like. Like you're saying, it's the thing they just didn't think about. Then, like, the show ends, and you look back on it, it's like, wow, we had like 214 episodes, and there's like six black people right. in like the entire run. Yeah. The
1: OC has 30 episode seasons for four years. That's 120 yeah. plus episodes, really. And there's all, I mean, granted, we're only halfway, but still, there's no blacks.
2: Yeah. Especially something like Seinfeld. It's set said New York. It's like, right. Come on, this is so, like science fiction.
1: Well, a show like Snowfall. I, t- I, I love black people. So, and black movies and entertainment are always like on my list of something that that engages me faster. Mm. And I wanted to love this. I tried really hard to get into it. I actually had shut it once before, Ooh. and then went back because Lucy and I were like meandering around the dial and finding nothing I love and we that. landed on this and we we're just like all right
2: yeah
1: which i did with my next shot as well also another fx hulu Ooh. mix whatever uh actually it might be just hulu castle rock that might be a mm. hulu
2: original i think it is yeah
1: and it was i was under the impression that it was a pretty ex you know extensive lizzie Kaplan vehicle barely s- didn't even see her in the entire first five episodes or we mm. watched a lot of it mm. it's bad It's not good. I'd shut that once before, too. Not sure why I went back.
2: Yeah, that's one of those anthology shows. It's based on Stephen King stuff. They basically, like, smush all of his stuff into one show. Lizzie Kaplan was, like, playing the Kathy Bates role from Misery. And I heard some people say it was good, but, yeah, it's like, what am I going to suffer through? Two seasons of a Stephen King anthology for, like, maybe... Well, I had Lizzie Kaplan performance. I'd already
1: watched nine episodes of the new adaptation of The Stand and two full seasons of Mr. Mercedes. Like, from a guy who put Stephen King adaptations in the obits six weeks ago, uh, you wouldn't think it by my fucking viewing habits lately, and I'm ashamed of
2: myself. It was even longer than that. We did that forever ago, and the Stephen King's train... He's only roaring more so these days. It'll it'll likely never stop. Yeah. People love his stuff. I mean, he has some good ones, but...
1: It tricks me too. Like, oh, Gerald's Game. Like, this is going to be good. I actually like that one. I thought that one
2: was good. Him like, unhandcuff me from this bed, m'lady. Yeah, like, anyone like Stephen King, he has so much content. It's like, you know, 40% of those at least are going to be duds. He comes out with like two books a year. Maybe even more back in the day. Well, if you look at his IMDb, there's
1: hundreds of titles. Just hundreds. Mm.
2: But let's get into our featured reviews. What do you want to
1: talk about first? Bad Trip.
2: Folks, we just watched the new Netflix original, Bad Trip. Just came out today. It's, uh, you know, one of those jackass style, hidden camera type movies where the whole thing is like you're looking at the real people's real reactions to the wackiness which is usually great but i don't know this movie was didn't really have the stuff like
1: the funniest scene in the movie happens right in the beginning i'm not going to spoil it because this is something i think a lot of people are going to want to watch and Mm. if you tell what's going to what it is it's over yeah There's a few physical comedy scenes that are worth the price of admission, which is $0 on Netflix. (laughs) I don't know. Tiffany Haddish is in this. She's sort of funny. Tiffany Haddish. I like to see Eric Andre kissing men and like taking off his clothes
2: and throwing up and just being absurd. He's the star of the movie, Eric Andre. I feel like people know him.
1: He has a show, the Eric Andre show on Adult Swim or Comedy Central comedy cartoon network maybe one of those
2: yeah and the show is way better than this movie like yeah like you i wanted to love it it's you know like jackass or borat where there's a very like threadbare plot that's just an excuse to go from like set piece to set piece where you know he's like making a fool of himself in front of real people and it's all wacky and fun but they didn't have like great bits in this movie <laughs> Like the it's just
1: him hurting himself breaking stuff and making a mess. that's pretty much his three yeah, horsemen like, you know that's that's his best thing
2: yeah like almost any gag in any of the jackass movies is way more like you know hilarious and yeah and like shocking than this this movie is just very like I don't know they really kind of bummed me out like the, DC, the I wanted
1: to love it like yeah. I just said about snowfall because I support black artists. Like I feel like I'm pandering, but I'm really not. Like Mm. I I genuinely do think that he's very funny and likable guy. I've heard him in several interviews this week alone. Same. I want want him to do well and I want people to love this, but I just, there were times where I was just like, we could do this. I could do that. He's just hurting himself. That's not anything.
2: Yeah, like the average episode of Impractical Jokers has better bits than this movie. (laughs) As far as, you know, like dealing with real people, doing goofs. This was like, and this is a movie that was supposed to go to theaters. If I saw this in a movie theater, I'd be like, like, what?
1: This would be a prime candidate for a walkout, yeah. I mean, like I said, as we were wrapping it up, it's like the most hot and cold movie I've ever seen. It goes quickly from being the worst thing I've ever seen to being hysterical, like, several times. Yeah. Obvious sets is what kind of got me. The fact that it was, you could look at something and go, that's, like you said, it's corrugated cardboard. He's going to fall into it. Oh, oh, he fell into
2: it. Yeah, like, oh, he's high up on something. I wonder when he's going to fall (laughs) in front of all these people and do a whole thing. And yeah, it's, like you were saying, this movie is just one big, oh, yeah. Like, like every bit that happened, we were just like, oh, okay, there's that. And also found footage stuff these days, it's funny because everyone just takes their phone out and starts recording, you know, themselves because they want to have it to post to their thing. So I didn't even re- think about that, yeah. Just recording people, recording people. It's uh it's weird.
1: Found footage what was the original found footage, like Blair Witch project? We're so deep into the found footage genre that we're going almost like inceptioning itself into mm. movies like Creep and Creep 2 where it's like fake, 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 fo- like faux footage. like or a lot, You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where I just, I don't know. I remember the days where like a paranormal activity came out and it was a tremendous hit. Yeah. And now, I don't know, Impractical Jokers is a good example. I really don't find them funny at all. I think Eric is much funnier than they are. Yeah,
2: but. he he is and that's why this movie was so disappointing because i i was expecting like you know at least a couple like eight out of ten bits it's like give me no. this is a feature film that's like a prank movie like where are the, the i don't know
1: i wrote down i want to love this
2: yeah <laughs> and, and i did, I did. but every gag was just like a, a three out of ten there was nothing even approaching like a dude you have to see this movie for fill in the blanks like I don't know. But yeah, and that's Bad Trip on Netflix. Just came out. Check it out. Hopefully you enjoy it a little bit more than we did.
1: Let's talk about a movie we did enjoy. Yes. Immediately. You want to talk about Cruising? Yes, I watched. You watched it for the first time the other day.
2: I did. And this... I'd already seen it, but
1: it's it's a good one. It might be one of my, It's my in my opinion, it's one of Pacino's best.
2: Hmm. I loved how absurd it was. This is yeah. like a seventies movie where Al Pacino plays a cop who goes undercover on the gay club scene to try to find <laughs> a serial killer who's targeting guys yeah, who baby. like <laughs> look like him. And this movie this is like the definition of a movie that would never even come close to getting made in this day and age. Cause it's it's basically like a horror movie. Like when they get into the pretty much yeah. the goriness and the grit. Like, this movie was kind of shocking, especially for a 70s movie. What went on up there?
0: Poppers and weird sex. What?
2: Like, what? fucking... What is the scene? I'm leafing through my notes here. Yeah, there was a scene where, like...
1: Every scene like, is basically Vito in the nightclub and the Sopranos.
2: Yeah. They started with, like, they're doing an autopsy on one of the guys who got killed, and they're like, the anus was dilated at the time of death. <laughs> and then, uh... No good. One of the cops is like, they have a hand and they're like, we need to find out whose hand this is. And the cop is being like, he's like, what am I supposed to, uh, how am I supposed to find the rest of this body? Like, I can't do this. What are you fucking, it was just, I don't know, like a cheesy, ridiculous. I got a
1: kick out of seeing, cause that was in that shared queue we have. And I got a kick, and I saw cruising pop to the top of the list and it just killed me.
2: Yeah. I did a big leaf through your library, and I was like, "I'm gonna watch something I've never seen before that Anka always tells me to watch." <laughs> and I landed on Cruising, and I'm what's next? What's
1: next on that list? I mean, I can't even can think out. of like other movies I've tried to coerce you into watching before. Bloodsucking Freaks might be one of them. Now,
2: ooh, I know. I noticed you have some physical media here on the. I table ordered with this us. off of eBay.
1: Oh shit! Joel Reed's Bloodsucking Freaks. It's a trauma produced movie. <laughs> And it's one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. Mm. And I got it because of that blockbuster documentary. Kevin Smith says that's the grossest movie he's ever seen in the movie. Oh, interesting. So I immediately ordered it on eBay because I'm a sicko. And it's not on, obviously, it's not streaming. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. It's like torture, porn, porn. Like, a guy who owns a theater in New York that, like, he kidnaps people and, like, makes them into cannibals. And it, it's really weird and interesting. Sounds fucked up. So.
2: I'd take a peek at that. that take a uh, peek. If it's, like, too much, it'll probably off-put me. But, I mean, I'll give it a Feel go. Feel free to borrow
1: it. I'm in.
2: Um... What else? What else? I mean, we're 70s movies, guys. Apparently we month. are.
1: Yeah, this next movie's also from the 70s. It is. Um A fun fact about Bloodsucking Freaks before I get off of it, though, is that this is another one of those cursed movies where the entire cast
2: was dead within a few years after making it. That's always fun. Yeah. That'll add to the lore and like, enjoyability. The main the
1: character had someone break into his home and uh, uh, when he was he was trying to rob him, and I guess he walked, came home in the middle of it, and he got stabbed to death. And then one of the other guys died of alcohol poisoning or something. He was a little person. Ooh. All sorts of like just different. One guy, one, one of the women was on a hunting trip with her husband and he quote unquote accidentally shot her in the head and killed her. That'll happen. <laughs> Don't go hunting. It's dumb. Wow. Um. We also watched the Dustin Hoffman movie from I think 1978, Straight Time. Do you have a hmm. summary? I do. I was Although- going to say I can improv it.
2: It's, like, spoiler-heavy, but who cares? This movie's from the 70s. Spoilers don't exist. After being released on parole, a career burglar assaults his former probation officer, returns to a life of crime, and goes on the run. In this movie, you mentioned this. Mm. I had never even heard word one about this movie. This is, like, the definition of a, a lost classic. And I popped this on. It takes a little while to be, to heat up, but once it does, I was like... Why have I never heard of this? I this noticed that you
1: had taken a break right mm. at the part where it's star- about to start to get good. And I got all worried. I was like, is he not going to go back? He's going to miss yeah. the stuff. Did he shut it? Fuck. <laughs> well, there's so many good parts that happen right after that. And I was like, it is slow in the beginning. I should have warned you.
2: Yeah. It's like, first of all, I love Dustin Hoffman as like a gritty, oh, yeah. serious guy. I feel like most of the stuff I've seen him in, he's like the goofball old guy. So That's
1: like- Midnight Cowboy.
2: Yeah. I like seeing him as like the cool lead. He plays
1: one of the best scumbag criminal guys. Ratso Rizzo in Midnight Cowboy is outstanding. Mm. I love him. Even like he's kind of a weirdo in The Graduate. I really like that movie too. I like The Graduate. I've seen that. It's, he, I think Dustin Hoffman, when he did Rain Man, I think that opened up his acting career to a lot of other possibilities. Mm. And then he's kind of like, Landed in some weird places, like, a, I don't know, like, what, like, I Heart Huckabees and uh, yeah. the Fockers movie. I was
2: going to say, I feel like he's been in Fockers mode for a while. That's, like, his, like, regular state. That's, like, mode. him on autopilot. Yeah.
1: But in the 70s, when he was trying to, you know, earn his stripes, uh, for lack of a better word, he, you yeah. know, he was he was throwing some heat yeah and i mean this has a young gary Busey, harry dean stanton in like the middle of his life
2: this movie is like character actor heaven it's got a them. young kathy bates yeah. about a
1: hundred pounds thinner
2: she actually looked good i was like is that kathy bates yeah she looked all right all right, <laughs> she, all right, all right. also m emmett walsh who's like the love for me? character actor to the stars and he plays his probation officer who, after he gets wrongfully re imprisoned for this bullshit stuff involving Gary Busey, his parole officer picks him up and then he, like, turns the tables on him and handcuffs him to a fence and, like, droops him. That's when the movie this is just his dick and balls out on the highway. <laughs> yeah, like,. That's when I
1: was fully committed to this. I was like, this, okay, got me. Yeah,
2: like, okay, this is... Take a stand together. And then Dustin Hoffman, he's like, okay, I just did that to my parole officer. I'm on the run. Let's start robbing banks with Harry Dean Stanton and cooling it down. This was good.
1: Yeah, good flick. I bought it, but... I imagine I think it's only like four it's four ninety nine or five dollars on iTunes. It's definitely worth a buy in my opinion.
2: Yeah. There's a really funny scene where he's like recruiting a team of criminals to rob banks with them. And this one guy is like, I've heard about you. I'd really love to work with you. <laughs> and like work with you meaning like rob poker games together. It's just <laughs> it's like great gritty crime stuff.
1: Yeah, him getting released from jail and just immediately committing all sorts of crimes without even thinking about it.
2: Yeah, like robbing a jewelry store, wearing racing goggles. Like this is a fun, wacky movie that has laughs and like good. I love
1: when they're in the jewelry store and he just starts punching through the glass case yes. to get that watch, and you're just like looking at the like, what are you doing? Yeah. Get out of there!
2: The other guy for like two minutes, it's like okay, we're we need to go. Like the cops are gonna be here, and he's just fucking good movie for that.
1: That's all I watched though, a beyond garbage television.
2: Yeah, that um, that's straight time. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. It's probably just give it a buy on iTunes. Buy it on
1: iTunes. Yeah, it's a true, order a DVD like I do.
2: Yeah, a true like hidden gem. I really can't recommend this enough. And yeah, I finished Detroiters. We talked about it a bit last week. Great show. It's on Paramount Plus. If you need some laughs, mm. it's got the stuff. Also, I noticed they just added a bunch of Nickelodeon shows, like Guts and Salute Your Shorts.
1: Yeah, I took in a little bit of... Uh, well, I guess Paramount did this as well. Yeah, they, I looked hmm. at Next, the M- MTV show with the people on the bus. Oh,
2: that's a great show. They have that on there? They do, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm going to watch it. It's a lot
1: on. cornier than you remember. I guarantee it. Wow. Because I remembered it being lame, but it's like next level.
2: It's the funniest when they just... Hit someone with an immediate next, and the guy's just like, ah, fuck. They're coming down the stairs,
1: and <laughs> he's like, hey, nope.
2: Next. Wow. Yeah. Maybe Paramount Plus is quietly the best streaming service now that mm. they just added all that goofy TV.
1: I have an idea. Ooh.
2: What's that about?
1: It's something we haven't done in a few weeks. Hmm. You want to watch 90 Seconds or something?
2: You know what? I'd love to. Sounds great. Whatever you want to put on sounds good to me. You want
1: me to just wing it? Yeah. Okay.
2: Whatever you're feeling.
1: You just you trust me. I do. Okay,
2: cool. I'm gonna pull it up. Okay. Hopefully it's welcome to Marwen, folks. I got my, my fingers crossed. I
1: got my fingers crossed. Hmm. <laughs>
2: crossed. 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 Also they have Nick Arcade on Paramount Plus, which is mwah, just exactly where you wanna be.
1: Uh oh, it's 90 seconds of wedding
2: crashes. Wow, huge reveal. The fans are fucking <laughs> cheering and applauding. Slovakia is but off the charts.
0: Do not talk about that. I am sick of you <laughs> me not a, good years, a good just
2: when we went just out. Just right of a We're watching Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson reacting to a couple arguing. Why don't you just
1: kiss my left nut? I
2: told you this was a bad idea. You know, I can the bad idea would be to let your client walk out of here today and drag this thing out for another year. Hank <laughs> showing true restraint, not just doing all this dialogue along with Vince in this moment. This is big. To be honest, I'm a little rusty. Otherwise, I would. ba ba the deal the cars. takes us to frequent fire Yay! God, this movie is fun.
1: that <laughs> That would be not good at all. Not good at all. He's back. I He's activated. Flying <laughs> to Denver to meet your whore. She's not afraid to express herself sexually, if that's what you mean. She's a stripper, for God's sake. She is not. Her name is Chastity. She's white she trash. White Same trash. as you. Vince's face right there, that, that little wince. That's, that's it. it. Go comatose me, baby. baby. You Fuck. shut your mouth when you're talking to me.
2: I mean, I don't I don't know how that would work. always hate each other.
1: There had to be some nice moments during the Wait, do I actually have to pause it for the now? Wedding? Fuck. The <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be even tougher. <sighs> Fuck the departed kid. Fuck!
2: God, yeah. I needed that. Like the wedding had to be fun. Like I know, I actually haven't seen that in a while. I was kinda getting into it. I watched
1: it like a month ago, but I'm still very in. Yeah. That... To me, that actually, we got to give credit where credit is due. King of the Heads, Monty himself, came up with that idea. We've been floundering on the 92nd movie for weeks, and Monty swooped in like a crippled angel to save the day.
2: Like a boondock angel, one might Flapping even say. Flapping one
1: leg. Wow. Oh, Those fingers just not having any aerodynamic ability whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> just whipping
2: through the air (laughs) as he comes crashing to the earth. And folks, I would like to uh, thank Joey for coming on the show earlier in uh, the first half of the program. And remind the fans to follow us on Instagram, at Enough the Podcast, on Twitter, at Podcast Enough. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. You can follow Rye at Ankner on Instagram. And where else?
1: Uh, you can actually, I've made a new account. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris D'Elia. So oh. just tune right in. Check out my new content. I got another podcast that is uh, called Congratulations. It's on Patreon now. I could really use the money. So My babies. That's dope. Good and purse. This.
2: And I'm going to remind you to rate and review the show on iTunes. That really helps us out we can get popular in other countries that can't understand us like Slovakia and have a goo also check out the South Shore Boys new episode this week that was very hot and fun folks, I think that's enough
1: have a go on
0: that Uh